Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi, once again, Chris Malone, 98.5 KTK Morning Show. Thanks for downloading the recap. Here we go for uh, Friday, February 3rd, 2023. Here's what you may have missed on the show. Uh, we talked a little bit about um, Netflix. They've been kind of in the news lately and, and not into some people have not been real in favorable light. Um, because remember when Netflix first came out, it was a big deal. And it, it, I just remember this. Do you remember they used to deliver DVDs? That's how they got started with Netflix. Um, you would go online and you would order them and then like a day later you would get them in the mail. That was super fast at the time. And every once in a while they had a movie that there was this brand new thing called you can stream it online. We can watch it on your computer. Well, obviously that took off and that went well, really, really, really well. And Netflix became one of the monsters of uh, the internet streaming world uh, players. Um, but ever since the inception of, of Netflix, they've always had a rule that says that you're not allowed to share your password with anybody. And it was kind of one of those rules like, you know, when you were in school, the rule was you weren't supposed to run in the hallway. And even the teachers, they kind of turn a blind eye when you were running down the hallway. Uh, and that's kind of how the rule was. What that happens is that, you know, when a lot of kids started running down the hallways, that's when the teachers would come out and say, no, you can't run in the hallways. And that's kind of what Netflix is doing right now. They're saying, wait a minute, our profits have stalled here. Mm, all these people are using, using accounts and sharing passwords. We're going to stop that. And they talked about doing that last year, uh, that they were working on a plan to, to work on technology that would figure this out for them. Uh, and they've actually got it, and they're actually implementing it over the next few weeks. And that has some people really upset that they're not going to be able to access their uh, their Netflix unless they have to pay for it. <laughs> it's a shame, isn't it? But I thought it would be kind of interesting to point out all the internet streaming services that really do allow uh, you to, to, to share your passwords. Uh, you know, as you look into the terms and conditions, it probably says you're not supposed to, but for right now, you're able to do this. For instance, HBO Max. Um, I remember when they first came out um, and people were wondering, well, what if you're, uh, what if somebody shares your, your password? And they're like, man, we don't really care because they have a governor on it. And what I mean by a governor is that it has a maximum of three streams per login. So that means if you give your login information to your your family um, up in New York and you give it to your best friend from school out in Las Vegas and you give it to your ex who lives around town but still knows your password and you try to log in, you're not going to be able to log in because you will be at four or you'll be maxed out with your, your relatives in New York, your uh, in, in Las Vegas, and then your ex. So that means you'll have to go into the HBO account and boot your ex or whoever's on there and then you can use your third. Uh, that's how they govern it. And that's how it will remain. In fact, uh, Paramount, 
Plus and Peacock also allow you to have three devices streaming on one login. Um, Hulu only has two, and Disney Plus will allow up to four. And they, again, uh, not sure if they really care if it's in the same household or not, but that's what's going on with them. Um, you know, one thing that I thought was an interesting real live study about communicable diseases happened during the COVID pandemic. It wasn't COVID itself. It was the flu and, and the cold and the flu. You know, because we, we've joked a lot, uh, at least in the office, we, we joke and like, if you're sick, please stay home. I mean, because I don't want to get sick. I'm the biggest baby on planet Earth when I get sick and I don't want to deal with it. Um, so what we found was uh, public health and clinical laboratories actually had data to, from the 2020 and 2021 flu season when we were doing the social distancing, when we were wearing masks, when we were working from home, uh, and they found just over 2,000 flu cases in the U.S. That's it. 2,000. When you compare the year prior to the COVID pandemic, the, uh, the, the 2019-2020 flu season, there was about 38 million cases of the flu or cold. So you can really see that it masked and, and being apart from people actually helps when people are sick, which blows my mind that this comes out after we know all that information. Uh, there was a new study that came out here that said that um, people, 57% of workers prefer... For their sick colleagues to stay at home. They prefer, but it's not a big deal. But here's the kicker. Three and four sick workers say they feel obligated to come in and work and will come into work knowing that they're sick. They know they're sick. And they're not going to wear their mask because, you know, then that points out that they're sick. Uh, they're not going to social distance because, again, that shows that they're not, you know, they're, 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 they're sick. So it makes all of us sick in the end of it here. The survey also found that uh, 38% of those ill workers made a point to come in to show their colleagues and their boss that they're genuinely unwell. Wow. That's the links we have to go to, to prove I do not feel well. I feel sick. And you know what's crazy? As I know, there are some employers that would fire people for that, for, for taking time off because they're sick. Oh, my gosh. Uh, let's see here. Um, fears over coworkers seeing them as unreliable was a big concern. 42% of, of those polled said that they come in sick to pull their weight. 21% say that they show how dedicated they are by, possi- by, uh, by coming into the office even though they're deathly sick and uh, they shouldn't be. Six in ten respondents feel that the best way to get over the cold is to carry on regardless. That's a little scary. 61% convince themselves that they're not actually sick. That also is scary. However, 43% think it is very, quote, selfish when colleagues come into work sick. I'm one of them. And with coughing being the biggest annoying for people who are sick in the office, followed by coughing and sneezing, failing to wash hands afterwards, and um, not using tissues. So (laughs) there you go on that one here. Uh, This is another fun study. Not really fun, but just interesting because, you know, Florida is world-renowned for our beaches here. Um, but we're not world-renowned for the danger of our beaches, but that's what this new uh, study came out and found. It said uh, there's a travel publication called Travel Lens, and they say seven out of the ten deadliest beaches in the United States are right here in Florida. And they have uh, scientific data to back it up. They collected uh, data from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, as well as the Shark Institute, and they came up with what's called a surf um, and what they looked at, I should say, is they looked at surf zone fatalities since 2010. These are swimmers. These are surfers. 
anybody in that little surf zone that died, usually you know, resulting in some sort of undertow. Uh, they also look at the number of shark attacks since 2010. They get hit the news a lot of times as well, but to be honest with you, I think shark attacks worldwide have been down, but I digress. And then the, the third one is that they grabbed the number of named or known hurricanes through the year 2020, and they squished all that data up together, and they came up with what's called the danger score. And the number one danger score on this list is New Smyrna Beach, which is just south of uh, Daytona Beach. They got the high rating because they have, uh, since 2020, have had 32 shark attacks and 10 deaths in the surf zone. If we're talking just deaths because of people being in the surf zone, we need to change course. Head up to the Panhandle where Panama City Beach is. They lead the nation in surf zone fatalities. 24 have died since 2020. And uh, the surf, uh, up through 2020, I should say. And surf zone, excuse me, shark attacks are only uh, two. So there's a lot more people just apparently uh, dying in, 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 in the surf zone. So overall, on the danger score list, Panama City was number four. Uh, New Smyrna Beach, number one. Cocoa Beach, number two on the uh, danger zone list. Ormond Beach, number three. And these are all kind of in the same area, if you think about it. Ormond Beach, New Smyrna Beach, and um, 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 Cocoa Beach. It's all kind of around the, uh, the, the center part of the state. Number four on the list is uh, in uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And number five is, uh, excuse me, number um, uh, let's see, three is Ormond Beach. Myrtle Beach is number four. And... Um, Excuse me, Panama City is number four. Myrtle Beach is number five. Have I completely confused you? I'm sorry. Uh, number one, New Smyrna Beach. Number two, uh, um, uh, number two is going to be Cocoa. Number three is Ormond Beach. Number four, Panama City Beach up in the Panhandle. Number five is Myrtle Beach in South Carolina. Number six, uh, Melbourne Beach. Again, that same area. Jacksonville Beach, number seven. Oak Island, North Carolina, number eight. Gulf Shores, Alabama, number nine. And Fort Lauderdale round out the top 10. But it's not all about shark, sharks and surfers. Um, why Florida beaches were 7 out of uh, 10 being the deadliest is because where we are in, in relation to hurricanes, uh, 120 documented storms have hit Florida since 1850. So that's why it's so high for us here in the Sunshine State. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I know I'm rambling here, but listen, we talked about how often you should wash your jeans. Really, it comes down to how much you feel you should be washing them. But it is true. The more you wash the jeans, uh, the more you're kind of destroying them. That's why a lot of people don't choose to wash them quite often unless they just are walking on their own, per se, or they're just, you know, they look physically uh, dirty. Um, but there's also something to consider um, with your with your jeans because there's two manufacturing processes. There's rigid denim, which is 100% cotton, and there's stretched denim, which is mostly cotton with a little bit of lycra and spandex in there to kind of give it a little fold. Because you know what you're dealing with is that uh, the rigid the rigid denim. Um, what happens is that um, when you start wearing it, those cotton fibers start relaxing a little bit, 
and that's where you get the, the worn-in feeling. But ever, after a while, it's going to lose its shape a little bit, and you will need to wash it. It kind of resets that uh, cotton a bit. So there's that. And then um, the uh, the stretch denim, well, it's always going to hold the shape anyways. And those are usually going to be a little thinner fiber. Those you may want to wash maybe after 20 washings. That's kind of the standard guide when uh, it comes to washing your jeans. So for the rigid jeans, probably if you can get up to 40 or 50 wears before you wear you wash them, that's probably a good thing. About 20 wears for those with the uh, the stretch in it. Make sure you turn them inside out when you do wash them, okay? Uh, talk a little bit about term life insurance. Uh, I, I'm not selling you insurance. I'm just giving you perspective because I, you know things change when you become a parent, and you never understand that fully until you become a parent. And as much as we want to provide for our kids and always be here, there is, you know, you can't uh, you can't argue for the fact that we're not always going to be here, but we may be leaving sooner than later. And that would be horrible leaving your child and your loved ones um, without your financial contributions to the raising of your child. And that's where term life insurance can really help you, because even though you may have pre-existing conditions, even though you may not have a lot of money, um, the likelihood of you dying within the 10-year period is relatively low, which is why the insurance companies are okay and you getting an insurance policy, and they're going to give you a, generally a lower rate. And just because you didn't think you, were, you could afford it, that doesn't mean you shouldn't investigate it, maybe getting an insurance person or a financial advisor to kind of steer you through this one here. But you might find that you'll find uh, some insurance companies will have a, it'll be a term policy, but at the end, they may switch it to uh, to overall universal life, which means it'll be with you forever. Um, you know, you just, you really just never know. But as for the amount of money you should insure, it's about 10 times of your salary. So if you make $50,000 annually, you should be aiming for a life insurance policy, a term policy for 10 years for $50,000, which is 10%. That makes total sense to me. All right. And then finally, really cool hack I love and involves batteries because it never fails me, especially with the double A and the triple A's. I always get them back reversed. The the remotes use triple A's and I have only double A's available and vice versa. But generally my remote has double A's. And this is where this little hack can help you, especially if you only have triple A's available. All the batteries, all alkaline batteries from triple A's all the way to D basically have the same operating voltage of one and a half volts of power. So it doesn't really matter the size of the battery. Um, it's mainly going to be that the bigger battery is going to have a longer lifespan or perhaps it's it's uh, along those lines. So if you find yourself with a remote control with your dead AA batteries, but you have a bunch of AAAs, you can still make it work. Just grab the batteries that you would, if it needs two batteries, two AA batteries to make it work, grab two AAAs. And then grab a little piece of, 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 of uh, aluminum foil. Go ahead and put the batteries in that you normally would, and you'll probably notice there'll be a little bit of a gap between the back last battery, AAA battery, and then the spring that's there. And that's where you're going to crush up that little bit of aluminum foil and stick it in there. As long as it makes contact, you should be able to have enough energy to run the remote. Now, granted, it's not going to sit in there uh, securely, and you're probably going to flip around everywhere. But look, you know, if you're feeling lazy on a Sunday afternoon, you don't really want to go buy, buy batteries, uh, this will kind of give you a little important stopgap until you get to the store the next day. So there's the show for today, Friday, February 3rd, 2023. Of course, I always welcome your comments and feedback. You can email me at C-M-A-L-O-N-E at odyssey.com. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.